0: Are you thinking about buying a franchise? How about buying an existing business for sale? Unsure where to start? This is Patrick Fedoro, co-founder at Vetted Biz. To date, we've advised hundreds of clients to invest in a franchise or business for sale in the United States. We'll be sharing best practices as long as with our guests, top franchisors, attorneys, and accountants to help you find, vet, and buy a business or franchise for your you and your family's financial success. Stay tuned for this following podcast and follow our series if you're interested in learning more about exciting business opportunities and best practices to find, vet, and buy a business or franchise for sale. Thanks everyone for joining today's event. Really excited because we're going to cover everything related from a business side for the E2 Investor Visa. Uh, We're not going to cover the legal aspects for that. You have to consult with an immigration attorney Uh, journey and visa franchise have a pretty extensive network of immigration attorneys. Happy to connect you to a few that speak your own language. But today's the purpose of the the event, the the live stream is options for an E2 visa investor. You can start up a business. Um, So whether you have an idea or from your uh, idea, you'd like to start here in the United States or maybe bring it bring your business from abroad to the United States. Uh, You can start your own business um, that is unique to you and a unique brand. Uh, You can buy an existing business. Uh, Buying an existing business is probably the most popular choice. There's pros and cons to that, as there are with startup. And then you can also go with the franchise option, either starting a new franchise uh, or buying an existing franchise location. Uh, There's pros and cons of every option. We're going to go through All three options today from a startup, buying an existing business, as well as the franchise option. Franchise, whether it is buying an existing location or starting a new location, we'll go through both of those options today. Uh, Again, this is Patrick Vendaro, co founder at Vetted Biz, our online platform of marketplace, our online marketplace of businesses for sale, as well as over 1,700 franchises. Uh, as well as I'm the co-founder of our advisory practice, Visa Franchise, which was established with the sole intent to help find and analyze businesses for E2 Visa investors. We've done that with Visa Franchise. 90% of our clients are seeking the E2 Visa for the last five years. We've had well over 340 clients from 50-plus nationalities. I'll go into more details about the type of work that we do at Visa Franchise. I'll be talking about E2 visa case studies, going through um, some existing business opportunities. I'll go through some um, existing business, uh, different existing businesses for sale. Um, and I want to just give a, a moment to talk briefly about Marianela Manzor, a very special guest at Journey Business Plans. She's a Bryce, vice president of sales at Journey Business Plans, Bi-wing, bilingual, uh, English, Spanish, MBA grad, with uh, studies at Harvard University. She she studied sales strategy and entrepreneurial essentials there. More than 16 years of doing this type of work in terms of business plan, strategy, management. She's worked with clients from all over the Americas, all over Latin America, and and as well as the world. Uh, Journey is a, a fantastic provider for business plan services, idea generation for those looking to start your own business, market research. We've been working with Journey since we incorporated uh, Visa Franchise. It's been about five years now. We've been working with Journey. They've helped business plans for well over 80 different uh, franchise concepts. Uh, They're a tremendous advisor to both Visa Franchise as well as immigration attorneys and other advisors um, in our our network. Uh, They speak seven different languages. Really impressive. So you have English, Spanish, Portuguese, French, Chinese, Russian, Italian, Um, They provide the fastest delivery on business plans. Our clients are always pleasantly surprised by how fast they get the business plan draft out to the immigration attorney and the E-2 visa petitioner, Um, trusted by over 900 advisors. This includes corporate attorneys, immigration attorneys, franchise attorneys, bankers, uh, those advisors that are comfortable with referring their clients to Journey. A true testament of the, the service that they provide. Uh, And they're experts on 120 different industries and sub-industries. They have that expertise through working with clients throughout the years on all different types of business plans and advisory related work for these small and medium sized uh, businesses. Very customer focused, similar to to Visa Franchise. We haven't run any studies at Visa Franchise, but the surveys that they've done, they have a 97% customer satisfaction. Um, and today, uh, Marianella is going to largely talk about the business idea, market research, um, things to look out for when you're starting a uh, new business in the United States. Um, so I'll go ahead and uh, turn it over to Marianella uh, and share her presentation here. Just give me one second uh, to get this going.
1: All right, right.
0: Marianela, so we have you on. Um, thanks a lot for, uh, for joining. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on this live stream. Uh, we're yes. really excited yeah. to have you talk about the, the first part, uh, which is the um, the startup. Uh, of, of about half of the E2 Visa investors per our study together with Journey do choose to go the startup route. Um, later on, they might switch to a franchise while they already after their first renewal uh, or after the first mm-hmm. approval. Uh, but many of them do start with the startup option. She'll be going through that today, and then I'm going to focus my my talk on buying an existing business uh, as well as franchises, pros and cons of each. But without further ado, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to Marianella, uh to talk about the the startup part of an e- oh. Before I do that, um, I mentioned earlier, we're not attorneys. You're going to need to have an attorney help you out throughout this entire process from everything that's legal related. to applying for the E-2 visa interview prep uh, for that consulate interview. Um, I'm happy to throw up on our website, the requirements of the E-2, but essentially you have to have a treaty country. There's over 80 countries that have this. So thinking about the Americas, Colombia, Argentina, uh, Mexico, Canada, all of Western Europe, besides Portugal, has the E2 Investor Treaty. And you have to invest a substantial amount of money in a business that you have at a controlling interest. So generally 50, 51% or more. Um, clients are generally investing 150000 or more in the business to qualify for the substantial amount of the investment. Uh, we've had cases as low as 80000 We have also had a couple of denials at 80000 90000 where then the investor had to go back in for the consulate interview, investing more money. And then you have to hire a couple of Americans. So um, it's really important that you consult with a licensed U.S. immigration attorney but at a very high level, invest about 150,000 U.S. dollars in a business in the United States, have a controlling interest and hire a few Americans. Uh, so we'll go through three types of business models today uh, that would work for the E-2 visa investor, and there's been thousands of cases approved for each of the startup buying an existing business, as well as a franchise option.
1: Excellent, Patrick. Thank you for such a detailed introduction and such a wonderful introduction about Journey as well. For sure. So, <laughs> as, as, thank you for having me, Patrick. Um, so, so to talk a little bit about Journey, uh, you already went through a lot of the services that we offer. So... Uh, today, we're going to focus more on what we do specifically for people who want to establish a new business, that they're starting a new business for, for E2 purposes. Um, so, so the way that we help people with the, uh, the, the E2 applicants is three different ways. So we have a service that we call Business Idea Selection. We also have market research. And as you said, we focus on preparing the business plan that E2 applicants are going to need for their process. Uh, So I I just wanted to point out that we're very passionate about what we do. Um, Ultimately, our goal is for, for people to get their approval. So whatever we can do to increase their chances, we are here to support them. So, so talking about the three different services, first of all, we have the business idea selection. So what is that? If uh, there are some people who have decided that they want to apply for the E2, but some of them don't specifically know which business they want to select. So what we do is that we try to help with that decision by analyzing a few criteria about the business and the business, the potential business ideas that they can pursue so what do we analyze in this service we analyze the applicant's background uh how much they're wanting to invest that is obviously aligned to the e2 as you were mentioning Uh, we analyze the different locations where they want to settle to make sure that we that we see the trends and the growing industries for that particular location and then we also make sure that these um that everything is aligned to the requirements for the e2 that it's an active investment, that it has uh, jobs that are gonna be created, that the investment is substantial. So all those details, we consider them within our service of business idea selection. So that's one of the services that we offer. Uh, The other service uh, is the market research. So basically within the market research, what we do is that we are uh, helping applicants for the E2 get some answers before they decide to to apply. So they may have a particular business or a particular industry where they want to find out more what's happening specifically in the U.S. or on a certain location. So we dive into that and get answers for, for those applicants. So we can analyze the overview of a certain market. We can analyze the competition for a certain industry. Uh, we can determine, for example, what location they should be in. So, for example, in the past, we've done, let's say, uh, people are coming to establish a school. So they want to know specifically between three different cities or neighborhoods where where they should locate the school. So we analyze different criteria. We make sure that we are considering different um, um, Different things such as um, the household uh, income, the the information about how the families are conformed on certain cities and and certain neighborhoods to make sure that we can suggest the right location for them. Uh, we also do pricing analysis and product comparison. So if you want to start a business, uh, let's say in shrimp import, and you want to know what the retail pli- price is going to be, let's say in In the the retail, such as Publix or or any supermarket, we can definitely do a price analysis, a product comparison, and analyze that within the market research. Um, Other things that we also analyze is um, what profit margins are within the value chain. So we go deep into that. Uh, There may be some clients that not only want to know about the business itself, but already know what they're going to do and they want to know who their potential clients can be, get their contact information, get uh, the information about the companies that they're working for. And that way, once they get started with their business, they're going to know who to target. So potential list of clients is something that we also do within the market research. And uh, for people who are doing uh, businesses that are perhaps related to import-export, we also have a, a market research section that we do um, with that da- data analysis. So all these things that we do are basically helping um, people who are going to apply for the E2 to get some answers about a certain business, a certain industry, so that they can have a better picture of what is going on specifically. Um, Within the industry that they want to go into, so that way they're going to have a, a better, better sense of the of the of the details of that market and be able to make better decisions once they get started. Okay, so that's regarding our second service. And last but not least, um, as Patrick mentioned, our expertise and journey is preparing the business plans for immigration purposes, and that's that's mainly where we come in. So once the, the the applicant has decided that, that they are going to submit all the documentation, one of the main parts of the application is going to be the business plan document. So we make sure that we prepare a solid and professional business plan for uh, the E2 application. Okay. So basically within that uh, business plan, what we do is that We'll make sure that everything that immigration wants to see about the applicant and the business that is going to be uh, established or or purchased or franchised is uh, explained clearly within the document. So we're going to include uh, an executive summary. We're going to have an industry analysis, a market analysis, a competition analysis. We describe the applicant. Uh, We will also include the initial investment breakdown, which is very important for immigration. We will also include uh, sales and marketing strategies. And uh, regarding the job creation, we make sure that we include a personnel plan that is uh, forecasted for the next five years, which is key for immigration. And then um, we will also include the financial projections for the next five years so that we make sure that the positive economic impact is included within the document that we present. So, we make sure that um like I said, everything that immigration wants to see, we want to make sure that it's included. Uh since we've done more than 6000 business plans in in our experience work with more than 120 different industries, we will make sure that we can prepare a business plan that can increase the chances of getting approved. Okay? So you can definitely trust us. We have a great team, um, we're more than 40 people, we have 20 writers, five project managers, and everyone is very, very focused on making sure that our uh, that the applicants that we serve and the attorneys that we serve are happy with our work, okay? Um, I don't know, Patrick, if there is any question up until there, um, I can talk a little bit about our process after. If that's if that's something that that people want to know, like how to get started, where to reach us and, and all those details. But do we have any questions as of now?
0: Um, we have some questions. Some of them are pretty specific that um, I could maybe talk about when I go through some of the industries that we look at for an existing business. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you can go ahead. continue on. OK,
1: great. So so yeah, so basically I wanted to point out that when you decide either to start or buy or franchise a business, we're going to be ready to do the business plan. So um, we, we, have, we have a lot of experience, so we have streamlined our process. Uh, we do not use templates, so all our business plans are done from scratch. Um, so the idea is that basically we gather the information from the applicants using a questionnaire. And then uh, once we receive it, the team will review it, and then we'll get started on the writing process. So it's, it's going to be a teamwork. So we will, we will be communicating with the client. We would be communicating with the attorney to get the legal side uh, of things uh, included in the plan. And um, throughout the process, we would be uh, going back and forth in order to, to determine what the, the final draft is going to be. So so we we start the writing process. We deliver a draft, and then over that draft we have unlimited revisions for for all our our clients. So that is something that 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 is good to know. And then once we finish, that would become part of the application that would be submitted by your attorney. Uh, and that's good, Patrick, that you mentioned that in the beginning because just as you, we are not immigration attorneys. We always stay neutral because the attorneys are. Uh, I mean, they would be the ones really determining what the immigration strategy is. And on our end, we will support that process for them so that you can get, uh, like I said, uh, increase your chances of getting approved. So if anybody has any questions about business plans, about market research, about our business idea selection process, we're here to help. Yes, yeah, so we, we got through the, the process, so so yes. <laughs> you can go ahead, Patrick. I'm sure a lot of people are wondering what businesses there are to buy or to franchise, so, and I'm interested too. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Well, Marinella, thanks so much, and we'll reserve the questions for the end, the Q&A, so. Um, If you have any questions, just go ahead and write them in the box. Um, We'll try to get them answered right away, or if it's more appropriate, we'll wait until the end of today's live stream to answer the questions. All right. Manny and Ella, thanks again. Uh, I'm going to then now talk about uh, Visa Franchise um, briefly and who we are and the type of work that we do at at Visa Franchise and, and Embedded Biz. Um, And then I'm going to talk about three options that we have to support your your business search analysis and then factors to consider when analyzing different industries and businesses. I'm going to also go through a few E2 visa business case studies, as well as franchise and business examples available on vetted bids. Throughout the presentation, feel free to ask questions. I'll try to answer them the best I can as well as talk about um, some of the pros and cons to going the the franchise route, a business route or or startup route. So real quick, I I mentioned it today uh, a little earlier, uh, but for those that are just joining, uh, Visa Franchise is an advisory firm. We help find and analyze businesses principally for the E2 investor visa. Clients engage our services. We're based here in Miami, Florida. We have staff in China, Mexico, and Argentina. Uh, we speak six languages, so Journey has us beat. Um, our our clients have um, created two thousand plus jobs over the year, uh, which is fantastic for the U.S. economy. Ninety five percent plus uh, approval rate for the E two visa. Uh, keep in mind, I mentioned earlier, we have had a few clients that have tried investing 70, 80, 90 thousand Fortunately, they got denied the first attempt, and they had to invest more money and buying a company car, uh, funds for, for Google, marketing ads, Facebook ads, uh, working with their immigration attorney, they were able to overcome the denial. But whenever possible, you should really try to invest at least 100000 120000 150000 or more. And it's just going to make the whole process a lot easier, especially depending on the post. But you'll hear more um, after speaking to a licensed immigration attorney on that side. So, we have a few different models on how we work with our clients. And these are a few different options in terms of being a, um, in terms of investing first in a franchise for your E2 visa. You can either be an owner operator or someone that needs operational support. So, owner operator, you're there every day. Uh, at least in the beginning, you're working 20 to 50 hours a week for the first year to uh, 18 months. Um, you're going to invest a uh, significant, generally significant amount of your net worth into the business. Um, we've researched 2,900 franchises to date. Uh, I'll go through some of the things that we look out for when we analyze franchises and, and, and existing businesses. Um, that's a great option for those clients that are willing to work hard in the business and are able to stay in the U.S. and not have to travel to attend to their company in their, their home country. Then we also have the the clients that they need more operational support. Um, They want to be involved in the business that they're investing in. They have to, too, for the the visa regulation, Uh, but they don't necessarily want to be there day to day. Uh, They want to be able to check the point of sale software, the QuickBooks. They want to have that full financial transparency and controls in place uh, with their employees, but they don't want to be going to the business every day and, and they might have to be traveling going back to Europe or Latin America to tend to their business needs uh, in their home country or, or elsewhere abroad. Um, so for, for those type of clients, they generally partner uh, with the franchise or themselves. They'll invest between 200 dollars and $350,000. The operational support clients tend to be more high net worth, where we require a minimum um, of $1 million net worth. Um, And those clients, again, tend to be later in their careers, 50s, 50s, 60s, they've already made it, they have a business that's producing uh, profit, and they don't need to solely live off uh, the US business they're investing in. So we have those two options from a franchise perspective. And then also, you have the self-guided search option, which opens up existing businesses for sale, where we're running an ambitious project right now, but we should have 3000 existing businesses, mostly in the state of Florida, by the end of the year, for you to browse and compare how the asking price compares to different uh, businesses in that industry. Uh, We already have a lot of the data and comparison tools for the franchise space. So we've gone through uh, over 1,700 franchise disclosure documents for 2019, Uh, we're going through 2020 now. A lot of the franchise disclosure documents were delayed because of COVID in terms of the filings. Uh, so there's a lot of information on our site, Biz. I'll go through today. But if you want to be us to be in close contact with you, your attorney, the chosen franchises, and be with you every step of the way, then you're definitely going to want to look at engaging Visa Franchise uh, if it's going to be a franchise or license business. Or if you want to go the existing business route, which is a great option for for those that already want to have um, the business in place and and the systems, and uh, it's better to work directly with a business broker together with your immigration attorney, and we can connect you with business brokers. If you're looking more for an independent business that you don't want to, um, maybe you want to change the model around and you don't want to stick to what the franchise system is, uh, that, that could work for you. Uh, and there's great deals right now, especially given what, what's going on with COVID. A lot of people want to er- retire early, get out of the business, sell their steak. So there's good options both in the, the franchise and the existing business space right now. So some industries with compelling business opportunities, uh, fast food, especially for takeout and delivery. So this would be principally businesses that are operating in ghost kitchens. So you might have 10 different restaurant concepts. Uh, you could open it up for as little as $100,000. Uh, and with that, you're just doing takeout and delivery. Uh, so it could be as low as 20% of the initial startup costs of, of a, a similar uh, restaurant concept serving that type of food. But you're just doing delivery and takeout with a lot less employees. So that's been a popular option recently as sales um, for delir- on the delivery apps have gone up over 100% for many of the delivery apps. Real estate property management, depending on the vertical, it's been uh, affected more or less. If you look at uh, property management firms that that work with commercial, homeowner associations, residential, both long term and vacation rentals, that they've been affected differently. And then you have healthcare, cleaning. I, I see that we have a, a question from uh, Mishu: uh, How is window cleaning business for E two and as a whole viability? Um, I would expand out from just doing window cleaning to doing uh, commercial cleaning overall. So also janitorial services. It's a great option where you have renewable revenue and you can expand your book of of business. Uh, There's also some opportunities to combine both the franchise and existing business option where you buy an existing book of business and then you roll that into a franchise system. So you have the initial and ongoing support with the franchise, but you're also not starting from zero. Um, and there's some synergies and, and cost reduction uh, when you do, uh, d- if you do decide to go on the franchise route. Uh, pet care uh, is, a, is a great option. As, uh, adoption rates have gone up 30% during COVID, so a lot of people are getting pets. Uh, we've had quite a few clients invested over the years in animal hospitals, doggy daycare, and other uh, pet-related uh, services. Business services, insurance, tax, Not the sexiest area, uh, but necessary services where, again, you have that renewable revenue. Uh, Beauty, hairdressers, barbershops, traditionally pretty high margin businesses. And then education, school reinforcement and and, and childcare, especially in certain areas that have been impacted uh, less or more uh, by COVID. And depending on how uh, the restrictions are, if kids are doing online learning and you're in an area and you have a child that's seven years old, probably has online learning fatigue but the school's not open so you might uh, bring your child into a tutoring center or even have an in-home uh, tutoring uh, tutor to come to your to your house so there's great opportunities right now in education and across all these different industries but you got to really look at it on a business by business aspect and we recently did a uh, study where we looked at the default rate for SBA loans, over uh, right around the last, the, the Great Recession. So 2006, 2009, and we did find that food had a very high default rate. Well over 20% of the SBA, loan, SBA loans defaulted in the food space. And for food, it proved to be better to not be a franchise. Uh, the default rate for non-franchise food businesses during the last uh, recession was, was better than the franchise as a whole. So that tells you a few things that there can be false promises when a franchisor is saying that it does better in a recession, you know, ask them for the stats, talk to franchisees, uh, talk to franchisees that have left the system. No two businesses are created equal and you can't generalize that franchising is better than existing business or vice versa. It's really going to come down to an industry specific question where we publish those results on vetted biz as well as an opportunity by opportunity Um, and you have all that information related comparing franchises on our, uh, on our website, uh, that it bids. I went through some of these key factors, but right now looking to buy an existing small business, you got to look at the profitability. Um, how has it been in 2018, 2019 Ask for the financial, um, the financials, uh, from the business broker or business seller. If it's a franchise, it's a little trickier, uh, especially if they don't disclose the numbers in the item 19. Uh, the financial information is disclosed there for many franchisors uh, and the item 19 of the franchise disclosure document, but not all are required. So you're going to have to have conversations with the franchisees to understand the profitability of the business. Recurring revenue. So we like those businesses where, um, where you have recurring revenue, where... Uh, it's a book of business, whether it's a barbershop, commercial cleaning, landscaping, property management, insurance, accounting, where you're growing that book of business uh, over, over month over month. High margin business. Uh, so this could be anything like insurance. It could be an ice cream shop. Um, management team in place. In, uh, very important, especially to see how they weathered the, weathered the last uh, crisis. Industry and brand and growth. You don't want to be investing in an industry like big box gyms, the gyms that used to have 200 people, uh, where now the trend is more boutique fitness and even online fitness. Same goes for retail products and services. Um, those are not the top businesses to be investing in. And You get a lot of inquiries about gas stations. People aren't driving as much. Um, so you're not going to have those retail product sales at the gas station which traditionally has been the, the bulk of, of the profit uh, from gas station operators, not necessarily in the, the gas being sold. And then strong liquidity, uh, making sure that there's enough money on the balance sheet and you're well capitalized uh, to withstand um, any potential double dips uh, with the coronavirus. We're not seeing industries um, all have be impacted in the same way. Uh, and you have some industries like again, delivering takeout, uh, which has done better during this current uh, environment. Um, we've seen also uh, some healthcare-related businesses do significantly better. Business services uh, with with insurance uh, that have even done better uh, during this downturn. There's a lot of good opportunities too to buy an existing insurance business uh, and then rebrand it as a franchise or, or keep it. Uh, as that uh, that agency if you don't want to have um, the, the system and support of the franchisor and you prefer to have more flexibility. Um, so we're here with you to empower your business decision in terms of what business you buy or what franchise you invest in. Um, when you combine that with moving to the US, it's a little scary. You're moving your family, you're investing in a new market. We want to power you with the tools to make sure that the chances of success are as high as possible uh, for you and your family and both adapting to the U.S. and from a business uh, standpoint. So we pre-screen all the businesses. We've gone through thousands of franchise disclosure documents. We review the past three years' financials. So this includes the income statement, the balance sheet, as well as the cash flow um, on the franchise or parent company level. We review litigation and bankruptcy as well. Uh, in terms of the management team, the owners of the franchisor, the franchisor themselves, we review litigation, uh, we review the yeah, litigation, consumer franchisee satisfaction survey. So we see how um, the consumers as well. So basically, the someone going into a barbershop, how satisfied they are with the service of that franchise, we review that as well as seeing how satisfied the franchisees, the existing franchisees in that system are uh, before we present any business to you. So these two, uh, this these services, pre-screening all the businesses, custom extensive study, as well as white glove service. This is available for our clients that cho- choose to engage our services. If you want to go the self-guided approach uh, through vetted biz, uh, then you know you would have the information all there. But we're not going to be doing white glove service, custom extensive study, et cetera. Um, so I don't want to spend too much time on this, but we're with you every step of the way. You've dedicated client uh, manager access to our product development team, and we're in daily contact with franchisors, attorneys, and other advisors uh, supporting your process. Um, so if you value someone being with you every step of the way to ensure that your timeframe is met and that um, you get your E2 visa in a reasonable amount of time and that you, businesses are pre-screened and, and you prefer having more of a matchmaker help you throughout all that process we're here for you at Visa Franchise. If you prefer to do it all yourself, which is fine, you have Vetted Biz as well as you can reach out directly to, to business brokers um, through Vetted Biz uh, to better understand what opportunities might be available um, that may be coming to market uh, in the near future. So real quick, I wanted to go through a couple case studies. So we have two case studies here. One is on a property management, uh, our client invested in Los Angeles in 2017. Now he has over 200 locations under management, 200 units rather, under management. Uh, he started with zero. He invested 110 k that went into franchise fee, rent deposit, some working capital, marketing spend, his corporate car to visit the properties. So I got him to 110000 um, He has ownership of 100% in this franchise. He wants to stay in this for the foreseeable future. He's very happy with the portfolio of businesses that he has um, built up over the years. He has a few employees, which with three W-2 employees, it should be a layup uh, for their renewal of the E2 visa in two years time. And uh, it's been a pretty high profit margin business uh, with sales uh, well over $500,000 a year. Um, if he was to sell this business today, Right now, property management franchises or property management businesses, if you want to buy an existing property management business or, say, an existing other service-related business like landscaping or commercial cleaning, they're usually trading at one times revenue. Uh, It can vary, but right now we're seeing pretty high valuations for those service businesses that are a little less affected by COVID. Um, So if it's doing $500,000 in sales or $600,000 in sales, you could expect it to trade to have the asking price around then and maybe you get it for, for a little less. Um, so there is an option to invest more money. Uh, so from day one you have revenue coming in, but, but keep in mind, it's going to cost you. Um, but there are great opportunities right now to buy existing, uh, portfolios of, of property management throughout the U S, especially in Florida, California, and, and Texas. And then everyone asks about the green card option. I don't want to go into that much today. Our focus is really on the business. Uh, But for this client, his wife's um, already employed. And the the employer is in talks with her right now to sponsor her green card. I'm not sure if it's EB2 or EB3. uh, But that is a very popular option for our clients that want to stay in the U.S. uh, where you have the investor that invests in the business, whether the franchise or existing business. And then the spouse, you have work authorization so you you can get a job uh, outside the the business and then have the employer uh, sponsor you for for the green card. So this option uh, is a little different where the client invested more money, $225,000 in a landscaping business where the client owns 51%. The licensor has a minority non-controlling stake, 49% in the business. Client wants to keep this on for for years. They want to keep renewing the E2 visa. They're happy with their annual return around 10%. It's been a little less because of COVID, more like 7%, 8%. uh, But the annualized return over the next five years, closer to 10%, he's happy with that return. And for for fiscal reasons, he doesn't necessarily want to have a green card. Um, So for this option, the client did purchase existing contracts. Um, It's not a franchise. It's a licensed business. Um, And you have a 49% partner with Skin in the Game that's there to support the day-to-day operations of the business. And the client has full transparency of the financials through the bank account, point-of-sale software, the accounting software, the uh, QuickBooks. uh, And they have monthly meetings to review the financials and the strategy of the business. Um, just in the, in the, just to preserve our time today, uh, I'm not going to share the, the client testimonial right now, but we'll go ahead and and send a link, uh, for you to view the client testimonial. Um, and now I just want to go through a couple, um, business, uh, examples that we have on our site. So we're actually fortunate Next week, we have a live stream with Estrella Insurance. It's a franchise that's been around for 40 years now. They have 149 locations uh, throughout the United States, and they're expanding um, throughout the U.S. We have multiple clients that have invested with them and that are in the process of investing with Estrella. Uh, Again, they're they're based in Miami, uh, founded in 1980, 149 locations. You can invest as little as $50,000. So it might be a little low for the E2 visa. You're going to have to see with your uh, immigration attorney. Uh, maybe you have to invest in, in, in a couple of locations uh, to qualify for, for the E2. If you're interested in this opportunity, you can go ahead and just fill out the, the franchise request information here on our site. Uh, I'll send a quick link um, for everyone just to, to see um, where they can access this information. And then also sign up for the webinar uh, if you'd like to learn more information more about this insurance franchise as well as the insurance industry. Uh, it's not necessarily the first thing that you think about uh, when investing in a uh, in a franchise. Most people think about food, but we like the margins of insurance, relatively low startup costs, and then you have that renewable revenue, that book of business that you're growing over time. Um, so feel free to dial in uh, to are uh, are live with the head of franchising uh, at, at, at Esreya Insurance. We're going to be bringing them on. Um, I'm just going uh, quickly back. Wanted to go through um, another example of a franchise as well as let's go through um, a pool maintenance company. So this is now at the higher investment threshold where now given COVID, you're probably going to invest much closer to the 200K, 220K for this franchise, Rush Bulls. They've already done the grab and go concept for for many years now. So they've already been well positioned with how their business model is in the environment that we currently are in with COVID and and sanitation and and making sure uh, that um, the... Restaurants are COVID compliant as possible. Um, they have thirty four locations, not as long of a tenor as other franchise, but two thousand four. It's not bad. Sixteen years. They've gone through some economic downturns. They've had a lot of time to revamp their their business model, and they have locations throughout the United States. Um, if you're interested in this opportunity feel free to just fill out the form and we'll get you in contact directly with Pulse uh, if you're interested in exploring this opportunity um, for your E2 investor visa. Um, and then the last one I wanted to go through, it's an existing business. Uh, so you can see the asking price uh, tends to be more for existing businesses rather than if you were gonna start, for example, a pool maintenance business. This business has been around for 32 years. Um, so it's, it's past the test of time. Um, it's a little expensive on the, on the asking price, but when you, when you look at earnings that it's already doing $218,000 of earnings, it's not bad. It's a multiple of about five times profit, uh, depending on how many hours the, the owner is working, it's going to depend the multiple that's used of, of, of profit to get at that asking price for this, the owner is working 20 hours a week. So with a, bit, a deal like this, you could potentially look to uh, see if they'd be doing, willing to do owner financing, and maybe do a lower offer of 700000 600000 and finance the rest over um, over the period. This is in Jacksonville, a growing area of the United States, uh, where you don't have the same uh, high cost of living as, say, uh, Southern California or even in Miami, where we're based. Um So if you're looking for a a more low cost area, a business that has much runway to expand and that you'd already be earning substantial profits from the business, you can definitely consider this business. And if you have an American partner, you might also qualify for SBA loan. Uh, So you could potentially put 30% down as equity and then get financing for the rest. And we're seeing rates really low, like around 5% uh, for a loan of about 10 years. Uh, So that's an option for those E2 Visa investors that might have a local business partner uh, that they could buy a business together. And the American uh, partner, the business might be eligible for an SBA loan. Um, So I'll go ahead and share this as well for those that want to explore existing businesses or take a look at this, um, this particular opportunity that's been around for 32 years now. All right. So we've gone through Estrella, Rush Bowls, the Pool Maintenance Company. Um, now I want to turn it over for questions. Does anybody have any questions related to starting an E2 visa business, buying an E2 visa business, or going the franchise route? We'd love to hear from you. All right. We have a question. In terms of do we're based in Miami, Florida, Miami Beach, rather. Do we just have opportunities available in Florida? Actually, the first client that we ever worked with um, decided to invest in California, in San Diego County. So we do have opportunities throughout the United States. Um, and we principally work with clients that are looking to move to Texas, California, Florida. But we've worked with clients, at, at, if I had to guess, probably in 12 or 14 states uh, around the U.S. Um, so we're, we're definitely not limited to... Uh, to um, to Florida in that regard, um, and yeah, Marianela, maybe you want to talk a little bit about it. But tomorrow, uh, it's important to note that we also have uh, a similar talk in Spanish that will be co-hosting.
1: Yes, so so yeah, so regarding what Patrick was saying about being having presses in, in different states, uh, we are also working with uh, applicants and attorneys all over the U.S. So if you may need any support regarding market research or establishing a business in in a different state, uh, we can definitely help you. We have the sources, the subscriptions and all the information that we need in order to to get the information um, to be able to help you. Uh, And then, yes, tomorrow at the same time at 12, we will be doing the same webinar, but in Spanish. Uh, That is actually my native language. I'm originally from Colombia. So, if there are any Colombians out there that want to listen to the to the webinar in Spanish, or from any other country, uh, en va a ser mañana. Así que bienvenidos.
0: Perfect. And we have another question: Is there a difference in the immigration E2 process for the startup, buying, or franchise options? I'll I'll answer the buying or franchise options. So, buying a business. Um, you're going to work together with your immigration attorney, corporate attorney, and then the business plan writer journey um, and with and business broker oftentimes. And generally the funds might be held in an escrow account where you might have to put a deposit down, a non-refundable deposit of 10 or 20% um, that the seller would keep. If your E2 visa is not approved after the first and, or the, the second uh, attempt. Um So that is one thing to keep in mind Buying an existing business. uh, The process is a little different in terms of um, the the business plan and and the general strategy Um, for the franchise option. um, You can potentially look to have some of the funds in escrow uh, for like the franchise fee. And again, put down a deposit. Um, But more often than not, you're just going to have to go in and invest the funds and work with the right immigration attorney and business plan writer. Uh, and if the business, if the E2 visa is denied and a very small chance, the first attempt, the consult's going to tell you exactly what you need to do to remedy it. So uh, my knowledge, we've never had a client denied for an E2 visa when the business was already up and operating. Um, if it's not open or you haven't even signed a lease, uh, you know, you, you could get denied for the visa that being said, we've, we've had a couple approvals where there's just a letter of intent and not even a signed lease. We've also had a couple of denials with that. So to the extent that you can have the business open and operating or as close to open and operating as possible, um, you have a very, very high chance of being approved for the E2 visa. And it's really important to listen to your, your attorney's advice and, and not cut any co- corners. Uh, Madi and Ella, do you want to comment a little bit on just the startup? Um, how the process might vary?
1: Yes, well, well actually, regarding the business plan itself, uh, we would be making sure that everything regarding the initial investment is included. So whether it's starting or buying or franchising, we'll make sure to include all those details about if it's operating, the details on the initial investment, what the breakdown is of that money that is being put at risk, So so we will make sure that it is included in a way that uh, that it's easy for the officer to understand uh, all the details that are there. Um, Yes. So so basically overall we get for for all the business plans that we do for E2s, we get uh, the different options. If it's starting buying or franchising, it's more it's more um, making the decision that that people feel more comfortable with. So. So people who perhaps are looking to start something similar to what they were doing uh, in their home country or something where they have a particular skill set, that is always uh, very positive. So we'll highlight that within the business plan uh, regarding the description of of the applicant themselves. Um, Buying or franchising is always very interesting because the initial investment uh versus starting it sometimes it's going to be a little bit more straightforward because you have the franchising fee you have the purchase uh the purchase details that are going uh into the initial investment so that's always something that 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 makes it stronger i would say uh however all the all the three options we can definitely prepare the business plan for that
0: perfect much appreciated and then we have another question um where do you potentially see higher ROI between the startup, buy, and franchise options? Is there one direction that gets better returns than others? Higher potential ROI? I would definitely say startup. Uh the sky's the limit. You could have some technology that just grows exponentially. Um, the good thing and bad thing, it could grow amazingly well. And then you you sell the company and then you have to get another business for YouTube. You so we've had a few clients that that's what they did. They came to us for a franchise after they had a startup or the business fails, and then you have to start again from zero. So in terms of um, ROI startup, but there's significantly more risk uh, depending on what uh, industry that you're in. And then for buying a business or the the franchise option, it's really gonna depend. uh, And you have to look at it in terms of how much time you're willing to start, uh, you're willing to allocate to the business, especially if it's a, a new franchise location, um, or if you're not willing to allocate as, as much time, that's going to also vary a lot how the uh, E2 visa, uh, how the how the return is rather for your E2 visa investment. Um, and then how long is the process to buy a business or franchise for the E2 uh, visa? Um, we generally work with our clients over a six month basis, uh, where the first two weeks we're exploring businesses on their behalf. They receive a study, 50-page um, report. We connect them with franchisors. Um, they will generally take a month to two months to decide what business to invest in. And, and then once they're ready to invest together with the attorney, another a month to finalize the paperwork. And then consults are now back up and open. Um, so another month or so for, for the visa. So I would budget in anywhere from three to six months. Uh, we've done it in as little as five days, um, but that was rushed and uh, it, was, it, was tight, it was hard for everyone involved in the process. Uh, but I would definitely budget in three to six months uh, so you have the proper time to do your own due diligence and analysis with the different options available, whether it's existing businesses, franchises. Startup might take a little longer because of the market research. You got to really be sure it's a very competitive marketplace, so it's important to work with Journey, better understand the marketplace, um, and not rush right into a startup where you're going to have to invest 100 k plus to get the E2 visa approved. And then we have a question for Marianella. Is there a difference in pricing for the E2 business plan writing for the startup buying a business or the franchise option?
1: Uh, no, there's actually not. And uh, the good thing with with us is that we also have flat fees. Uh, I mean, it doesn't depend on what industry you are doing, the investment amount, or the type of business that you're starting, or buying, or franchising. Uh, our fees currently uh, are going to be one thousand six hundred and fifty. That's for the seven to ten business day turnaround with unlimited revisions for one applicant and one industry. So that's going to be just for you to have an idea about how much is going to go into the business plan approximately. All
0: right, back on here.
1: Well, you know, we've
0: had some great questions. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for joining on YouTube, on Facebook. Um, If you'd like to enter into contact with Visa Franchise, here's our contact. You can also visit our portal here. Uh, give us a call at one 550 7556 So you have our contact information here. We're located on Lincoln Road uh, in, in Miami Beach. And then um, for Journey, you have uh, – where is the contact? You can visit them on their on their website and ask for yeah, Mariana.
1: Yeah, I think it's not on there, but I can – Maybe the team can help us by sharing our, our website and my email. And exactly. if anybody has any any questions, I'm, I'm always here to support them.
0: Perfect. There you have it now in the bottom right corner of the screen, journey.com, info at journey.com. Reach out to Journey. Um, they're a great first first step of the process to really, if you're not sure at all what you want to do, uh, it's better that you talk first to Journey to understand the pros and cons the startup potential franchise existing business. If we can help you on the franchise side, that'd be great. We'd love to advise you. If you'd like to go the existing business route, check out vetted biz um, and you can have the self-guided approach. Um, again, thanks everyone for joining. It was a prep. It was a pleasure to have Marianella uh, on today. Thank for you,
1: Patrick. The and thank you and, uh, for having us.
0: No, thank you. And everyone else have a, a rest. Uh, great rest of your day. Take
1: care. Bye everyone.